0: It's the two megastars summer mashup, the awesome iPhone, on the rockstar MetroPCS Network. Get the iPhone you've always wanted for $0, so you can jam without limits. It's a hit. Get an iPhone SE on us when you switch. MetroPCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Requires porting of number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or on Metro PCS in past 90 days to an unlimited LTE plan. See store for details and terms and conditions. Welcome to the Grown Manish Podcast. It's your boy Mike J and I have. And this is your guy, Bowtie Fresh. How y'all doing this
1: afternoon? Big Mike, what's up? Tonight, bro. Uh,
0: it's tonight, my brother. We're at 9 o'clock. Yes, sir. Unless you talk yeah. even our folks on the West Coast would be six. I'm good, man. I'm good, man. It's chilling. another weekend, man. Couple more weeks to Christmas. Hey, man. But uh talk, tell the people about that uh, gala yeah, you mm-hmm. was at. I see you had that uh you had that old kinky masquerade mask on the other night, so uh, tell everybody how it went.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, it was uh as I as I put on on our social media out there, you know, Mike J and I, we don't just talk the talk. Uh we try to walk it and live it at the same time. So I was um, represent a representative, uh, a, a, a donator, very involved in uh, the UNCF Gala Indianapolis 2017. Uh, for those who don't know what UNCF is, that is the United Negro College Fund, um, something that is an organization that's out there uh, promoting um, education for minorities, promoting opportunities for minorities. Um, trying to make sure that they are afforded um, the same opportunities as those that are not minorities or those that are less, you know, maybe not necessarily the best or most fortunate economically or something of that nature. Um, just trying to make sure that we spread education, promote education, and and give our youth uh, the best opportunity they can for a bright future. Um, and, yes, your boy was very, very dapper last night. Uh, got a lot of a lot of feedback, a lot of compliments from from, from the look, um, and yeah, there there the uh, there was a it was a uh, masquerade ball, so um, I did have one. I guess they can call it the, the the half mask or the Phantom of the Opera mask or you know what what have you, but uh, definitely was um, in full effect for the event. Definitely representing um, and definitely done uh, everything that I could to promote um, this education and, and give to this great cause for for our youth. So. Um, shout out to everyone who was there, who participated. All the organizations that um, sponsored tables. Um, things things got to get things got a little heated in the uh, in the live auction, though. So there was a silent auction and the live auction, and uh, there was a couple of trips. There was a trip to Barbados, a trip to Paris, a trip to Italy, and something else that they were uh, auctioning off. Bro, things got a little heated last night, man. The the, the trip to Italy. I believe it got up to twenty two thousand dollars, and you know you had a little you had a little beard paddles man and, and folks was flying and giving dirty looks across the room, all kinds of stuff, man but uh overall, it was a good time that money went toward a fantastic call, so um uh, definitely tried to represent for the grown managed podcast um and like I said, y'all, you know a lot of folks you see a lot of people post a lot of things on social media and people stunting this and trying to, you know, I, I'm wearing this or driving this or doing that or doing that, you know, I, I would hope that those same individuals um, and others, but those same individuals will stunt and uh, help out any, help out a community, help out those that are less fortunate than themselves. So um, overall, it was a great night, though, man.
0: Cool, 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 man. I mean, my night was pretty well, laid we... back, y'all. Man, I ended okay, up making ended it, up too, but for me, man, for those who know me, know me, I love to cook. So I found this recipe off of our Facebook, uh, it was called Ta- off Tasty, and it was a load of potato soup, man. I hooked it up, made everything from scratch. Bro, when I said that, I took a picture of the, I should have took a picture before and after. I took a picture before if I cut up all the potatoes and put the broth in, put it in the crock pot and all that stuff and the onion and everything. But man, that, that mug was so fire, dog, afterwards. Even added some, you know, and put a little cream cheese in my base to make it creamier and everything else. With some, some bacon mm, on top. Little well, Chef you know, Boyardee Negro out there. Hey man, hey, hook it up, man. Hook, hook it I up. Excuse up, me. So, but yeah, man, I just chilled out, man. It's a long work week, man, and uh gonna have another long work week this week, man. So uh definitely try to keep it, uh, keep it low key today and this weekend, man. But I'm just chilling, bro. But I know you want to say something about uh, sending a message out to, uh, what's his name, Keaton Jones, man. So go ahead. I'm going to let you go ahead and cook on Oh, yeah, on man. That.
1: So de- definitely, um, I-, I know that everybody has seen or a lot of people have seen. If you have not, you can just, just Google Keaton Jones or hashtag Keaton Jones. Uh, this is a young man whose video went viral um, after a uh, pretty serious bullying incident. Apparently, this young man from Tennessee is bullied on a regular basis in school. Um, people saying various things. Um, throwing food on him, pouring milk on him, tearing his stuff up, so forth and so on. So um, there's a lot of a lot of uh, celebrities reaching out to him, a lot of individuals like myself and Mike J. from different, you know, podcasts, just people from all over showing support and definitely want to send a message out to Keaton Jones, you know. Uh, young brother, you got two friends in the grown manish podcast, Mike J and Botox Fresh. We definitely support you. We'll stand side by side, you know, with you, and we'll stand in front of you if need be to to block out some of that stuff. So we just want to send you positive vibes, send you prayers, send you the support, um, and just send a message to everyone out there, you know, that if you can do anything for for children that are victims of the bullying, uh, this bullying thing that's going on in 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 school, it's been going on forever, um, but um, in this day and age, you know, it can be it can be pretty serious, you know. Where, you know, kids just have no no regard, and and honestly, I kind of look at some of the faculty, you know, when you guys are standing by letting this thing letting this go on, or you know, there's no way you can tell me, you know, I didn't see him. No one pour pour any milk on him. Well, he obviously has milk on his on his entire body and clothes. So you tell me what happened, you know? Um, but. Definitely want to do what we can from the Grown managed podcast to put sort a of stop to it. Um, unfortunately, sometimes it gets out of hand, and, and young kids, uh, you lose their lives or take their own lives or take someone else's life or doing it to them. So um, let's try to get this thing stopped, y'all. But more importantly, want to send support and, and prayers to, to Keith Jones and just let him know, keep your head up, young fellow.
0: Yeah, man. And uh, I remember, you know, and both I remember this because, you know, we've, like I said, we've been knowing each other since the fifth grade. I was a little younger than that. I had a bully. Uh, you remember Curtis. <laughs> mm-hmm. You remember Curtis in 92. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. oh, yeah. He might listen to this. And, uh, you know, we had a little incident, a little fist of cuffs. And, you uh, know, Mike J came out the victor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, man, so hopefully it doesn't have to come to that, but you never know. Keaton might not start going home and doing push-ups and everything else, and he might start whooping some ass. So, uh, definitely, you know, we don't want – don't, I don't want to say violence is the answer, but you never know. Only can push somebody for so long. So, uh, definitely, you know, keep his head up. Hopefully he'll this, – this all this positive attention. Hopefully they will bring, you know, attention to his school, what's going on, and make it, like, not the thing to bully him in that school. So, uh,
1: we going to push right. on.
0: Oh, before we really get into the show, man, definitely want to show, send some props out to uh, the new mayor of Atlanta, Keisha Lance Bottoms. Oh, yeah. So she won by, before I think, Lane's like 800, props. 800 votes, man. So I know it was, like, tight in Atlanta. We got people in Atlanta, you know, who uh, who listen to the show. So definitely want to shout out to that, man. So, you know, definitely to see a yeah, black no woman you know, holding it down and see, the, you know, what's going on in Atlanta, man. It's, it's inspiring because, yeah, yeah, you know. Where we live, we've never had is. a person of color or a woman mayor ever here. So, you know, to see that man, yeah, man. it's a great, it's a great thing. I uh,
1: was a, was a, in a conversation, a kind, kind of funny conversation off of that, but uh, there was a, an individual that I was, that I was talking with, or you know, involved in the conversation, and said it's kind of ironic that her last name is bottom and she's yeah. the mayor of Atlanta, considering. Yeah, uh, yeah, I heard that. Uh, on the, the demographic Marine. down there. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. I don't. I have no idea where this was. Someone, excuse me, at, in the work spot, they were talking so maybe that's where they got it from. I don't know, but
0: um, was like, yeah, that, man, that's
1: it's kind of, kind of funny, you know, to say that. Nonetheless, you know how everyone says how you know things come full circle, or it could be meaning behind certain meanings and the way things are done. So, but. Um, Overwhelmingly, like Mike J. said, definitely want to give a shout out to the sister doing big things. Um, hopefully, that's, she's going to be a great representation uh, down there in Atlanta and for, the, and for the black community, for sure.
0: Yeah, man. So, uh, speaking of politics, man, uh, we're going to get to that down Trump news. And uh, it's interesting. This week, I was reading the New York Times. It did like a daily of how Trump's daily things. I'm going to give you a few highlights. He gets up. He watches four to eight hours of cable news a day drinks lots of Diet Cokes. Keeps they say keeps the iPhone handy. They said he keeps his iPhone handy like a scallop the score of scalibur, you know, to vanquish his foes so he can get his tweet on. He's obsessed with telling <laughs> everybody he won the election and keeps color coded maps that shows the areas that he won. You know, he I just it was just like yeah, this dude is just like a uh egomaniac and I know it was just like I knew every week I'm like, I'm not gonna have anything to say. Then they said in the article it was very interesting that he said that he, he 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 like he loves the fact that he can call anybody for dinner and they have and they'll, and they'll come eat dinner with him. And he has like in this and he said whatever goes on cable news, if it's something if he's not on on cable news, then he like gets upset. And like he was like kind of gone off the grid for a couple days on vacation. Then he got upset that he wasn't on cable news for, like in two days. Yo, this dude is crazy.
1: But doesn't he typically complain about about being on certain news or? You know the way the news depicts him. So I mean, he wants to be on there so that he can complain about what they're saying about him. Like, man, it doesn't I, make I, sense.
0: I I don't know. You know, he's just he. I mean, then he like when I, I don't know. Like he's he will be like if any if we have any shrinks a mental health therapist or psychologist or you know anybody if we get getting that man head, I don't know because he he goes out of his way to call CNN fake news. Then he tweeted before before when he's on his Asian trip about. You know, that he had to watch it when he was in Vietnam because it's such fake news, blah, blah, blah. He's just, I mean, I can't even describe him, dog. He's just beyond well, he's he's just, he just Didn't he just get mad
1: at CNN for not attending some media or something at the White House? And CNN turned it down or something like that so they they wouldn't be in attendance? And he was mad about them not coming in and saying it was disrespectful or something to that effect? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's like I know he. I know he
0: didn't. I know he didn't invite. I know the White House didn't invite April Ryan. And for those who don't know, April Ryan was the uh, black reporter whom he. Uh, when he, she asked about the Congressional Black Confer- Caucus, he asked, "Don't you know them?" So basically, throwing a, a backhanded, backhanded comment about race because it's just. I guess he he assumes that all black people know each other in Washington D.C. and politics. But, you know, it's just uh, – he's, he's a he's a different type of guy. So I'm really waiting now what's going on with uh, Trump Jr. He's trying to say a lawyer-client privileges, you know, in the conversation they discuss. But as we all know, neither Trump or Trump Jr. is a lawyer. So, man, this whole Miller investigation is going to be more interesting, man. But uh, enough time on that. On, I don't on, know. On him. I was going to say, I don't – with, with, I was going to say, I just,
1: sometimes I just kind of – always wonder – um when I hear different things or read different things about the president, this I wonder who um, I should say I wonder who, but I always think like is there is there no one um, in his circle or you know advisory circle or anything like that? Just like we got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> there there are things that we should be doing and talking about as opposed to some of the trivial things that are being tweeted out or. Um, you know, just just the nonsense. Like, as a as an American citizen, you know, I I don't care who's in office. I want them to do you know and run the country as as best they possibly can for me as a citizen. And I would hope that there's someone in that in that advisory board that can just like just pull them to the side. You know what I mean? Just like look, man, we got some we got real business to take care of. Let's 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 get off of this extra stuff. You know what I mean, man?
0: Yeah, but if you look at him, and I'm, and you know, after this, we can move on to something else. I know we got a lot of stuff out for today, a lot of interesting comments. I do not to spend too much time on on this orangutan-looking bastard. But dude has been—he's like a, a second-generation rich guy, a rich kid. You know, he's very childish. The only person he's someone listens to now is his chief of staff. This dude is just—I mean, and this stuff—he's and he's a pathological liar. There's something in the Washington Post, and this is my last point before we move on. He's, like, lied, like, almost 1,700 times since he's been in office. That's ridiculous. And I, mean, I thought that false, it's probably just about,
1: false, about trivial stuff.
0: You know what I mean? False, false claims. I mean, even when he lies about statistics and all the other, it's like, blank lies. But, uh, but yeah, man, but I don't want to spend too much time getting getting on this cat, man, but, uh, I do want to talk about uh, Michael Slager. And for those who don't know, Michael Slager is the South Carolina cop that shot uh, Walter Scott in the back. You know, when the brother got pulled over and we start running, excuse me, and the cop shot him in the back. So he's getting 19 to 24 years. So, out of all these police shootings, one of the few that actually the police is actually going to go to jail. And I'm going to speak for Bowtie. We are not against the police, but we are against injustice. So, you know, we are happy. I know I'm happy. And I think I can speak for both sides of my brother to say that he's happy also that he's going to get at least a minimum of 19 years for shooting an unarmed um, black man in the back. So it's a start, not a finish, yeah, but definitely, definitely a start. Yeah. And, and
1: like Mike Jay said, in, in no way do we condone, you know, violence, you know, especially, you know, against the police. We're not, we are not anti-police or anything like that, but we are for justice. And, um, honestly, you cannot bring um, Mr. Excuse me, Mr. Scott's life back. Um, unfortunately for him or his family, um, but I do think this is a small bit of justice in the larger scale fight that we are uh, going through right now. So,
0: um, Mr. Slager, I hope that you uh, enjoy Cell uh, Block <laughs> Six. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely, man. So, uh, but yeah, man. But I'm pushing past that, man, what you think about Roland Martin getting so getting canceled, man? I'm hurting over that, bro yeah man i'm a little i'm a little hurt about that myself man
1: um I, I you know i i can't say that i am you know super you know supporter of Roland martin but I do support the brother i do support the fact that you know he talks about um you know hard hitting things he addresses things head on but uh more importantly you know it's he's a voice he's a minority voice um and i think that his show being canceled um does a lot to those that are you know minorities that are in the media uh m- minorities that are Speaking out against things, but um, just we don't see a lot of it. You know what I mean? And to have now, you know, a very prominent individual um, losing his he was losing his show, or you know, I'm not gonna say he's losing his voice because he's very active on social media and, and other platforms, but um, it's just unfortunate, man. Like I, I really do think that it's unfortunate.
0: Yeah, man. Because I was reading what he was saying. He was saying that it's, it's hard for for shows like kids to get advertisers, because advertisers, when they come looking for the black market, they only want to advertise for hip hop and stuff that's comedies or reality shows. So that's something mm-hmm. else to think about for those you know who are people of color who listen to our shows. It's like, hey, just remember what you are putting your money into and what you're spending on, because it's one thing, yeah, it's cool. To, if, you, if you think we're great to entertain you to make you laugh, but you know when it comes to something that's, that's actually going to make you think, and they don't want to put the money behind it, so. You know, I don't want to get all hotets and all that type of stuff, because, you know, we got, you know, we do have our hotet brothers and sisters and everything, but uh, definitely something to think about going forward, man, but, uh, yeah, man, but, you know, definitely, yeah, man. I'll be, I mean, it's, a, it's you know, I mean, I mean, you can even, you, you look,
1: uh, look at uh, you and I, you know what I mean, we are not, we're not at the, at the level of a, of a Roland Martin or anything like that, but we put our time and effort and money and, and blood and tears, you know, into this podcast, you know what I'm saying, and. Um, you know, we 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 didn't get into this seeking money or anything like that. But at the same time, you know, if things do go that way or pan out that way, you know what I mean? Like what what type of example is this setting for us? This doesn't necessarily make us very optimistic. You know what I mean? Um, not going to deter us. Not going to not going to um, hinder us from what we like to do and what we enjoy doing. But uh, it's definitely not definitely not reassuring.
0: I can tell you that. Yeah, man. So definitely, man, looking out for Roland's next move, man. You know, Roland's really, really bright. Did I ever tell you about the time I tweeted Roland, man? You know, Roland's a Houston Texans fan. And then I'm, of course, you know, both times I was Indianapolis Colts fans, man. And and Roland was talking mad crazy. And the Texans were winning It was a few years ago. I think when the Colts was uh, on the way to the playoff chase. And they came back and beat the Texans in the fourth quarter. And he kept on putting the hashtag Bulls on the run. And I and then I after the coast won I text I uh, i did not text I uh, tweeted him and Bun B, also from Houston, and I t- I put on there uh Heifers on the stroll. Uh, you know, hashtag Heifers on the Stroll, <laughs> man, they never neither one of them never uh tweeted me back, man, but I thought that was funny. <laughs> but yeah, man, so uh <laughs> Heifer's on the stroll. Like I, yeah, heifers on the stroll. But, man, we're going to get on to this uh, on this Sit on the Twizzler, man. We got a few uh, different nominees this week, man. So uh, I'm going to start, then let you jump in. and we can. Then we got one we kind of combine our fourth. So for me, man, did you hear about that stuff? with uh, You remember Dre from Basketball Wives, the little light-skinned, little yeah. kitty? Yeah. So she put something on Instagram complaining that uh about her son's homework and, you know, on and on and on, how she got to keep listening. He's supposed to be doing a speech. And uh, she has to keep listening to this speech and she's tired of listening to it. And it's not fair that she should have to sign, uh, sign a, you know, put, sign his homework and all this other type of stuff. So she's getting drugged on social media. And this is kind of Dre's like second little time having incidents with her son. First time, you know, she left him at the house and he they had like feces and like it was a dirty house. Before, so you That's would think after the after the first time, like, hey, I'm gonna make sure that I go above and beyond to make sure I'm not in the media again about my kid. So it's fine as you know Dre is lie, girl, a very attractive young lady. Not to have her sit on that toilet, bro. You cannot put a you can't put your 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 needs. And for people who have kids or help raise those people's kids, of course, you would rather be doing something else besides helping the kid with the homework. But there's a but. You know, it's your kid, man. You got to do it, man. So that's what we want right. to have. Get you know, Dre, you know, to sit on the toilet, man. So uh, I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna pass. Yeah, to my I kind of, I, I kind of feel the same way. You know,
1: I, I, it's one of those things where, you know, I, I know for me, I put my son's needs uh, or even his wants, you know, before mine. You know, there's times where my son wants me to sit in the middle of the floor and play, you know, build Legos and stuff. What would, would I rather be? You know, watching Game of Thrones or you know one of my shows or something like that. Yeah, but I'm gonna, you know, do homework or build Legos or whatever it is with my kid. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go on social media and, and talk about you know, I would rather be doing this or that or you know, trying to trying to downplay my child. You know, not I don't know. It's a little little, little shady. Not to say as you know as a parent you don't get, you know, tired and like man, you know, just give me a a, a moment or give me a break. But at the same time, you know. She's complaining about you know doing this very important work with her child or time and spending time with her child, but I'm I'm not going to judge. But more than likely, she was probably you know trying to post a picture uh, you know uh, uh, you know on Instagram or something like that. So it's kind of like you know what's your priority? What's more important? But I'm not judging or anything like that. It's, it, I think it's kind of think it's kind of sad, but Andrea uh, definitely can sit on a Twizzler.
0: Um, but, but I wanted to, but to one more comment. Now, now, but now, if you do want to post some pictures, Dre, on Instagram, uh, I'm not going to say I'm gonna look. <laughs> I ain't going to look. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to say I ain't going to look. <laughs> I, ain't, I, might be a, I might be a hypocrite. I might have told you sit on the toilet but if you post a picture, I'm probably going to look. But go ahead, man. <laughs> Mike J said, tip game strong.
1: <laughs> strong. <laughs> so strong. <laughs> so strong. <laughs> so strong. Yeah, man. But. I'm going to um, I'm, I'm going to give uh, Ray Moore. He, he's going to have to sit on another cool. Twizzler, man. And I I know a lot of a lot of people have heard it. Um, the comment that <laughs> that Mr. Moore made. Uh, he was asked by an African American journalist, uh, "When was the last time America was great?" And basically, this bitch nigga said slavery. I mean, in a nutshell, he pretty much said the last time America was great and he was was during times of slavery. Those were not his exact words. Of course, it was um, very strategically worded, uh, but when you actually read it, um, he said that you know America was great um, during the era of slavery because families were together and blah, 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 some other mess. But basically, when black folks were enslaved, he felt America was great. Um, so, uh, Ray Moore, you can, you can sit on yet again another twizzle. You can sit on that, that spiky cactus-type
0: boy. Oh yeah, all right. No, and we're not even talking about his, his the stuff that he's going down. We you know in his in the other part because oh, I think yeah. that's too serious. For he's not to even getting on in poison, on that. But but for his little slavery comments, he can wrap that son of bitch around his throat and go ahead and jump off and jump off from jump off a mountain, man. Because you know that's some bull, man. But uh, Pretty yeah. Much. So for me, and this would be the and then we, once you, once we connect, everybody will see where we're going from. Mine is for Fox News anchor Laura Ingram. Now, for those who don't know, Laura said that uh, the hashtag Me Too movement is killing all the fun at the company Christmas parties. You know, she said, you know, so <laughs> she, you know, and for those who don't know, Me Too, the Me Too movement was thought about a black woman, you know, it talked about like sexual harassment, I think sexual assault, you know, how mm-hmm. basically, assault. you know, women sharing, sharing their stories. And, you know, the mainstream media has picked up on it. And then Time Magazine also had something where they talked about, you know, I think the People of the Year, but they had – they talked about the Me Too movement, but they didn't put her on the cover. So I thought that was kind of odd. But, you know, right. Laura Ingram. I mean, and and for me, this conversation goes deeper. I know both time I were having a conversation about things that are going on in my workplace, of you know, people, you know, you know, doubting women. These are other women, you know, talking about why they're coming out saying things now. Basically, victim, victim shaming, and victim blaming. So right. for Laura Ingram to say something like this, she can go ahead and sit on that Fox, and for then the fact that she works at Fox News, which has paid over thirty some odd million dollars from Roger Ailes and Bill O'Reilly in this sexual and sexual harassment stuff. So yeah. you know, Laura Ingram, she can go ahead and sit on that sit on that twizzler too, man, because you know that's some old bull, man. It just shows you, man, how people just don't give a damn about anybody but themselves, man. But uh. You know, I'm going to go ahead and let you kick on the last one. Yeah. You know we had kind of a point to tie it together.
1: Right, right. And I'm not necessarily sure that I want, I want to give uh, this this young lady a, 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 <clears throat> a twizzler, but um, Gabrielle Union um, also spoke out about the Me Too movement in an interview that she did with the New York Times. It's also with the Huffington Post, too, um, about being a survivor of rape herself and, and, you know, sexual assault, things of that nature. Um, and in the book, she states or she made the comment in the interview that the floodgates have been opened for white women um, with the me too movement um, and that she wishes that more women of color were included in the conversation um, and, and I, I kind of tend to agree um, with with Gabrielle Union not necessarily about the floodgates being open for white women but uh, I agree more so with the part of I wish more women of color were included in the conversation as Mike J stated um, they, it, was a, it was a sister that was started the whole Me Too movement, yet she was left off or left out of the cover or the conversation in a Times magazine. Um, but not only that, um, there are just as many, um, you know, women of uh, – women, minority women, women of color, black, Hispanic, you know, uh, Muslim, you know, different religions, whatever the case may be, that are, you know, victims um, of, this, of these heinous acts just as much um and and i'm not necessarily sure that i don't that i see a lot of women of, of color represented um but at the same time there was a conversation you know that went on was like how many women of color um actively come out and speak about these things um and you know the, i can see the point that folks are, are you know are trying to make that you know if you don't speak <laughs> out then um you cannot be included um but at the same time i kind of take the take the perspective or look at it as you know it's it's difficult to come out uh, such a tra- come out and speak on such a tragic event that may have happened to you. Number one, number two, in this day and age with all the social media and things of that nature, everybody has something to say, and nine and a half times out of ten, something negative. So you know these women are probably going to face scrutiny, much like the conversations that have been going on in Mike Jay's uh, place of employment, um, facing scrutiny from other women for coming out and speaking out about their you know their tragic events and the injustice. So. Um, like i said I, I believe that it is a good thing that women are are starting to come out um but at the same time, I think that individuals in general um I know that there have been uh, a few males that have come out that have you know have said things that have happened to them um there Mike Jay and I've talked about this on a few episodes um there are individuals, brothers and sisters in the l g b t q community that face And, you know, these different scrutinies and when they come out about assaults and and things that have happened to them as well, um, especially uh, the transgender uh, uh, um, section or or group um, in the LGBT community, there are tons of of hate crimes and tons of crimes where these individuals are being killed and murdered, um, you know, for being transgendered and things of that nature. Um, And and it's just sort of under the rug. So um, I definitely think that this needs to be more um, the, 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 the conversation needs to be more inclusive um, It should not just be focused on the white women And I'm not saying that it is um, But it should not just be, not be focused on white women But it should be focused on any individual That has faced this, this sort of you know, tragedy in their life Because it can affect everyone You know, male, female, what, what have you Race, color, creed, it doesn't matter, man um, But I am happy that um, I'm not even going to call it a movement um, I'm happy that these individuals are, you know, Have the strength enough to speak out so that things can be start to be done more
0: openly about these type of atrocities. Yeah, man, I really don't have too much to you know to back up on that, man. So, uh, yeah. you know, it's just you know, going to keep wanna, pushing uh, you, forward. Go ahead. I was going to say, uh, to to, to, our, to all of those that follow us and to our
1: listeners, uh, we want to give you guys an opportunity. Uh, to give one a sit on the Twizzler Award. award. Um, and this doesn't have to be anyone that's, you know, a celebrity or a color figure or anything like that. We want you guys to write in to us, you know, send us a, you know, a DM or email or what have you, and, and give us your everyday life sit on the Twizzler Award, whether it's, you know, someone from the workplace. We'll be discreet. We won't say names or companies, or, you know, or whatnot. We won't pinpoint it. But, uh, you know, if it's someone in the workplace, at home, you know, family, Bad driver on the road, you know, someone, you know, that was crazy in the line in the store or something of that nature. You want to give somebody a sit on a Twizzler Award, write us, uh, give us a listener letter, you know, DM us, whatever the case may be, and Mike J. and I will make sure that we make, sh- make sure that they sit on a Twizzler for the show,
0: and we'll give you a nice little shout out. No doubt, man, no doubt. That'll be interesting, man, because, you know, it's a lot of lot of hating and a lot of folks that's on, on some fuckery, as they wouldn't say. So uh, definitely, man. Right. So this give you time to get, you know, to get shouted out if you want to throw some shade at somebody. You know, if it's too much, we definitely will make up names. So uh, we're good for finding people on TV and giving you a fake name. So uh, definitely send us out, grown ish podcast uh, at gmail.com. But we won't be shy and flaming, folks, for you. <laughs> oh no, not at all. And uh, send us, you know, like Twitter at grown Ish pod, Instagram grown Ish podcast. Uh, I don't know if you I don't know if you would get it on Snapchat in time. Uh we and we also we have a uh, Facebook page now. I know we talked about that the last time, so it's a grown man podcast that's on Facebook. So I don't know if you want to put it on there because you know the fact of you know people could see it. But you know, if there's some more conversation that you wanna have Shoot us a DM if you page. have to. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So, you know, we'll like your we're, we're We'll chat it up with you. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But yeah, so definitely send us something and we can uh definitely go on from there, man. Hey man, so uh, hey man, so you want to get on the sports? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can get on the sports, man. A lot, uh, we, a lot of sports activity going on this week, man. Hey man, the NBA was spicy this week, man. What did you the think NBA about Boogie? A, boogie
1: against KD? I don't even. I'm not even want to classify it as Boogie against KD. You know, I got nothing but the utmost respect for KD. I think he's probably one of the top three, top four NBA players right now, brother. Super talented. Um, but this whole tough Tony thing that he's got going on, that he's trying to, you know, flex on and, you know, make it seem like he's just this this bad guy or tough guy or whatnot. I, he needs to stop it. Just stop it, sir, because you are not it, and definitely with Boogie, you didn't want that. Yeah, that was, that would it would have been disastrous if, if if Boogie had got his hands on him. I, I read a was read an article, saw a video that after the game, like Boogie was in a tunnel trying to get to him. Info and, so, and they yeah. like I guess the, the the building security like shut the door. It was like four people in between Boogie and the door trying to separate him, telling him he got to get on the bus and he couldn't wait around for KD and all this and all that type of stuff. <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm not I'm not necessarily sure you know KD wanted that from Boogie, but um, in general KD you you need to just go ahead and keep doing your damage on the court because you're a hell of a basketball player, a hell of a talent, you know, and and I think that's where you're going to get your quote unquote get your win at. I don't think it's gonna be, you know, trying to be the tough guy
0: or rough Ricky if they call him. Nah, man, but I, there is another story that intertwines with this one of the same combatants and that's did you see Boogie versus Zebo? Yeah. Zebo, Now Indiana stand up. Zach yeah, Ramino. Yeah, man, but I'm gonna take the yeah. lead on this. <coughs> Excuse me. Boogie don't wanna with Zebo. And you know, we and we from you know, we from Indianapolis and, and I can't I'm not gonna tell no Zebo stories on 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 the right. podcast not. or nothing like that. But, but you know, we the Zebo was thorough we in these
1: streets. Zebo Zebo is thorough. Zebo is definitely thorough. And, these, <laughs> and these
0: these 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 are you know, these ain't this from these ain't just like stories that we know them. These are stories from reputable like gangsters that you know, Zebo gets down. All I'm gonna say is this. You remember when Zebo was on on Cribs on MTV, right? And he, he had the six point star on his pool table. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he is not he is, he is know not
0: with Yeah, he was not to be trifled. So, Boogie Cousins, you might be six eleven, two seventy, and he's not and he's not Jewish. That was not the star. <laughs> yeah, nah, and uh, <laughs> the <definitely laughs> David, uh, and the, the Passover for, for for you know for how Zebo gets down, and for hard Jewish brothers and sisters get down look different. Right, i'm gonna put right. it out there that boogie don't that's a whole different dimension though that's a whole yeah, and man. they had a dust up a few years ago you know on the court yeah that's just a different that's a different dimension man he done zeebo Zebo's like a last for dime You man he's a stay ready all-star you know along with tony yeah, Allen. buddy you know cast like that man that are always ready <laughs> for some extra curriculum shout, shout out to bobby Porter. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, one yeah two piece by two piece B P <laughs> you know, he's in the boys' BP. career and you know, you know, he could be the next you know, he's still running the Bulls organization now. But yeah, man, yeah. but uh definitely I thought that was interesting that Boogie was going to look for K D. Did him say he was going to, going to look for uh going to look for zebo
1: so, oh no! Nah. I don't I didn't hear nothing man. about him going to look for Zebo at all.
0: No, nah, he got nah. He went on. He went on a, he Remember, what was that Street Fighter? Go home, be a family man. We come to catch <laughs> you Go home, be a family man. <laughs> oh, hey man, man. A, another V-Bo funny doing moment. boys like Balrog from Street Fighter. <laughs> hey man, he's a decent. De- hey, I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you off air. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, the, I, 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 you ain't got to tell me, bro. <laughs> Feel like it is, man. If y'all ever like, we know we're gonna we're gonna plan next year like a little event. Y'all come out and kick it with us. When we come out and kick it with us. We ain't getting recorded. I can tell you the Z story. Some official dudes that I know of, uh, allegedly, how he gets down. But uh, <laughs> hey, man, it, it also kind of got spicy between Dennis Smith Jr., who was my pick for rookie of the year. On the, oh, on the basketball yeah. NBA preview, which I think you know, he said he was gonna. He told me, he, he, I mean, he got fired by Kyrie Irving. He said he's gonna beat his ass the other day. So I'm like, God, yeah, you got a rookie talking about you gonna beat your ass? These boys nah. out there, <laughs> wrong. <laughs> he
1: was flagrant. He was flagrant with Kyrie too.
0: Whoop your ass. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> man. But speaking of ass whoopings, um, see the Pacers beat the Bulls again. You know the Bulls yeah. had a chance at yeah. victory, and it was next. That's from the jaw to the yeah. feet. Once again, big shot. Victor you know, Oladipo you know. hit, a big shot to hit a big shot to to clinch it. Then he hit the game winner. I think he did the game winner. I think he hit the game winner. Yeah, yeah, he did. I mean, yes. honestly, as, as a as a Bulls fan,
1: I'm I'm, I'm going to always be a Bulls fan no matter what is going on. Um, I, I definitely think there needs to be some firing going on, which most of us do. But at this point in time, you know, look, I I I'm happy for the loss because that just means we're one step closer to trying to get a good draft pick.
0: <laughs> so, so, y'all going to... So, would that take Bagley? So, so, the
1: tank continues. Like
0: Bagley,
1: I, I don't know. But... I don't know. I mean, Bagley's a hell of a talent, so, I mean, it'd be tough to pass up, but I don't know. I don't want to make any predictions or any, any suggestions right now. I'm not... I don't want to jinx anything. Let, let let us get the number one pick first, and then we can have that conversation. I don't want to jinx it.
0: But oh, I definitely
1: give right. props. When, pro, I definitely give props to props this dude Though You know, I can take a ass-whooping just you know, just as much as we can take a win. So, you know, I definitely give props to the Pacers. And I give props to, to, to deep right now, man. Depot is killing the league right now. I can't even hate on him, brother, man. I'm, I'm happy for the brother, happy for the young man that he's coming around and, and doing the thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, like definitely props to him, for real.
0: Uh, yeah, 47 points tonight when they beat the Nuggets. So, whenever you guys listen yeah. to this, it might it probably be – Tomorrow, when a lot of people listen to it, but yeah, against the games against the Nuggets, Pacers came back one in overtime. Olivo had forty-seven points, man. But once uh, yeah, we we'll get on for of that, they man, bow I want you to talk about Colin
1: Kaepernick, man. Oh yeah, definitely want to give a shout out and continue support to the brother Colin Kaepernick. Uh, for winning the Muhammad Ali Legacy of the Year Legacy Award, um, you know, I definitely think he's well-deserving. Definitely think that everything that the brother is doing, um, even despite, you know, I'm going to say he's still, I feel like he's been blackballed. That's my opinion. I'm entitled to it. But all the things that are going on, you know, the, the, the venom that's been spewed at this young man and, and the things that are being said about him and done towards him, despite all that, he still stands up in the face of it all, stands up strong and tall. Um, And does this thing. So, definitely want to give a shout out to to Cap for that. Um, And I want to give an equally, equally big shout out uh, to Beyonce and the damn thickness. My God. Like, Beyonce. I mean, those that know me, you know, I've always, I've not necessarily been the Beyonce fan or Stan or whatever. I think she's a hella talented, you know, woman, very talented woman, you know, and and all that. You know, I think she, I've always think that she was. You know, good-looking person or whatever, but the, but the newfound thickness of Beyonce, Jesus, that is, she is thicker than cold oatmeal right now, bro.
0: Oh, yeah, man. This is like the, you know, the booty was just, it was just like after dress, it was just kind of like, it was too classy for it to show, but it's showing you nothing. Yeah, like, bro. you know, you see why hold I see why Ho made four four four. Fo. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? Quick uh, like man. Hey, real, real, real quick. So you know, you definitely, you I mean you get. I mean, you know, she's thirty. She's, I think Beyonce's already. Right, so I think she's thirty six. So she's getting finer with 35. age, man. So, hey, man. So definitely, oh, hey, oh my man. bad. Boy, you know, he don't want to. Yeah, Beyonce,
1: hey, she's so... killing, the, she's killing the game, man, bro. My goodness. That when I saw that, I was just like, yeah, shout out, shout out to you, Cap, also for being being able to 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 experience that firsthand, my brother. Jesus.
0: Yeah, I bet you she smelled nothing but like natural fruits and oils and juices and stuff like that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, all Natural what I'm saying? Aloe, but, aloe vera and coconut oil. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Just be like, I bet you the nostril just open up like you be doing the line of the cane or something. Like, oh man, damn, she smelled <laughs> different. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Just like yo, it's just different. <laughs> it's so different. yeah, I- man. Hey man, but yeah man, definitely for that man. But I know. I mean, and we go from cap. Oh, no, I'm saying,
1: <laughs> yeah, you go from you go from cap to, to Jeffrey Sandusky, the son of Jerry Sandusky. For those who don't know Jerry Sandusky, he was the individual Penn State, right? Or
0: yep. Penn the, State.
1: He's doing. I I forgot how much time he's doing in the pen, um, for uh for sexual assault, uh, you know, of of kids. I'm just gonna put it like that. Um, and I'm just gonna leave it right there. Uh, his son has now been sentenced to three and a half to six years um, for the same thing. But uh, as where Jerry was messing with uh, the, the young boys, um, Jeffrey, his son, was uh, messing with the young girls. Uh, as re- uh, reported that, you know, he's trying to pressure a young girl into sending him news and at the same time pressuring her sister into performing acts. and It's, it's just all despicable things. Um, there's definitely some serious bloodline issues. Um, anybody who knows me knows I have zero tolerance for him. So um, I, while I don't condone any type of violence or anything like that, um, I do hope he gets his ass whooped in jail, which I'm sure he will. Uh, cause that that's that's just trifling. You don't mess with kids, man. Um, and that's 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 where Bowtie Fresh is going to back out and let Mike J take over. Because that, that, honestly, that shit just irritates me. There's there's no reason for it. He to have his ass whooped.
0: Oh, yeah, I, I concur, man. There's really nothing else to say about that. That's despicable, man. But, uh, you know, I'm going to go jump to college basketball, man. So, you see, you know, LeAngelo Ball, he's out of jail. He's everything else, he's back in the States, man. And they pull – he he, uh, he left school, left UCLA. So, him and uh, LaMelo, the youngest two – so, the two youngest ball brothers are now signed with agents. Big so They won't board. go to play – hey, I'm going to be watching the Big Baller Brand show after I get off the, off the podcast with you. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> Crazy, man. So do you think, and we're going to push past this, because we definitely got some topics I really want to talk about. Do you think you'll ever see the two youngest ball boys in NBA? Well, I think that they will both make it to the NBA, uh, whether it's
1: through the, the Euro Leagues or, you know, different things of that nature. I definitely think they'll play. Um, I think they will be giving a, giving a shot in the NBA, um, whether it's a legitimate shot, whether it's a shot just, you know, just for people, you know, maybe a GM to say, oh, we're going to see what these guys got guess who they have, or if it's just a shot to say, yeah, we're about to pretty much just make them look bad, you know, whatever the case may be. I definitely think that they may get an opportunity in the NBA. Um, I don't think that – I think Lonzo will have a lot of success in the NBA. Um, I, I think that if Melo's given the chance, I think that he could be a solid role player. I'm not – personally not too sold on, on Jell-O just yet, but, you know, we'll see. I can't I can't judge them but I will be interested to see how they play in in the Euro because I I believe that's where he said they you know they're trying to go um and then see what happens in the NBA. Um I know I know Lavar wants them all three to play for the Lakers all at the same time and I don't see that happening, but we'll see. You know, who am I?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have to think go, they'll, think they'll make I'm, it. I'm going I'm gonna have to go with a no, man. It's just it's hard number one, Jell O's like an undersized four. I think he's, like, 6'5", yeah. and he's, like, you know, undersized four. And then, two, LaMelo, he's not playing high school ball. So, you don't get – I mean, as the point guard, you don't get that experience to play with other players. You can come down and score and get other players better. But if you stay at – I think he's, like, six – he's not tall as the though, So, it's not
1: – if no. you don't
0: have any, any uh, experience, like, actually being the leader of the team – you know, even, you know, scoring point guard, they still get other people involved. So I'm going to have right. to go with it. No, I, ho- I hope the best one. I I'm hope I'm wrong. But from a pure basketball, I haven't seen Jello play. But I've seen LaMelo play. I've seen LaMelo play, I seen LaMelo play it, too. But I just think it's just hard to be able to develop like that. But going over to Europe will humble him because, you know, they don't give a damn who LaVar is. Big ball or right. whatever. They're going to be like, look, they play a totally different style of ball there. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go go with a, a no. But, man, I want to hop to some music, man. You know, we've been, people have been really liking these music segments, our throwback time. So uh, we talked about Off the Wall versus Thriller last week, and it was pretty, like, you know, it was, like, pretty close. I think maybe one vote decided. But then when you talk to people, you know, it's like, oh, man, I like such and such better. And they gave it a, this, uh, a long description of why. I remember I was just talking to my old boss, and he was just like, he liked Off the Wall better because it was more soulful. I mean, I've never heard – it's just one of those, it's one of those debates that it was just like most people like both albums. It's either, you know, some people like Off the Wall who are older or have an older sense of music like me because it's more Michael being black, more of his black side and more thrill Thriller's more pop. But, you know, there's some songs off of Thrill I love way more than Off the Wall and vice versa. So uh, definitely thank everybody who filled out the polls and all that type of stuff. So we really couldn't find a concrete winner. So definitely, we'll we'll have some more things to get people involved. I think we'll, as we get, you know, as we push forward, we'll get more things that people definitely will take more of a a hand, a, a more of a stance of what they like and what they don't like. So, did you have anything about that, man? Yeah. Oh no, I was, just, I was gonna tell
1: everybody, you know, definitely appreciate all the support that that everyone gave us and participation and things of that nature, all the feedback and uh, uh you know, like Mike J said, the, the polls were, were kind of all over the place. There was no no clear winner. Um, but honestly, I think we're all winners because both albums were amazingly great by 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 an icon, by by one of the greatest, if not the greatest. So, you know, again, thanks for everybody that that, wanted to, that participated.
0: Yeah, man. So, uh, hey, man. So, uh, I know you. So, yeah. <coughs> you want to talk about R. <laughs> Kelly real quick, man? Oh man, yeah. So I read, I saw an article um, that
1: R. Kelly is um, being sued for allegedly sleeping with the wife of a Mississippi sheriff. Um, and wrecking their marriage. Um, so uh, again, I, I just wanted to say, you know, hey, it just always seems like R. Kelly is just in the in the news, in the media, making headlines for the wrong stuff. I don't know if this is true or not. That's why I said it's been alleged, but you know, the, the the lawsuit is out there, and I think in Mississippi, like it's actually against the law, infidelity against the law, or something like that, or you can face some jail time or something to that effect. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on the laws, people. Don't wake me over the codes but. Um, nonetheless, you know, it, R. Kelly went from you know being you know one of one of the great one of a great musician, um, you know, musical artist or whatnot, to now always just he is all this crazy stuff going on. So I mean, I wanted to ask Mike J his opinion on the air, like what what do you think about the R. Kelly of this day and age that we're that we're hearing about and seeing all the time, as opposed to when we were growing up, you know, and the R. Kelly that you and I both were big fans of.
0: Yeah, man, it's different as you get older. Um, I mean, it's just—it's just like, damn, it's just like. I think everybody has their limit. There's so many great people who have so many like personality flaws. I think it's kind of like, how far do you want to go? For me, for R. Kelly, can't get into it no more because he's singing about sex, and I'm thinking, Doc, you could be writing this from fantasies of over over young women, allegedly. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. I think he's a great musician. I think he'll never, musically, he'll never get his his due because of all the crazy stuff that's been going on. Like, he should be right. getting, musically, just musically, should be getting tributes at all the award shows between what he's done as far as being a, a, a songwriter, producer, artist. He should be getting all of these awards, but the stuff that he's gotten, gotten into, you know, allegedly, hey. I can't, you know, you 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 can't get yourself out of that, and then you you beat, mm-hmm. you know, you beat the first case, and then you still have allegedly having these cults and stuff, man. So, I don't know, man. It's just it's a flawed individual. We're all flawed, but it's just like I was thinking this dude, this is weird. Needs some help. So I just right. I, I think of him yeah. as a, as an abu- abuser of, of young black women. Now that's kind of my then those are my thoughts of R. Kelly. So I took his I took the playlist man. off 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 my title. So that's you know I took I haven't listened to it in a long time I just went on and took it off. I say, uh, what about you coming
1: from a cat like you who was who was a huge uh, who's a huge R. Kelly fan, man?
0: Oh yeah, man! I had the lewd Hot Sex mix when I was in college. That little Burn <laughs> CD mix that had uh that had that had had uh twelve play one and twelve play two and it and ended off with the greatest sex. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> saying, you know, and then all, <laughs> yeah. You remember the Lude House Sex Mix? In fact, like I burned you a copy. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, was gonna yeah say, I, remember,
0: I remember when you said it. It just really made me think back. Like, man, I,
1: I forgot about that that burned CD, Lude yeah, House Sex
0: Mix. <laughs> hey, man, that mug was. That was all it was all R. Kelly. It's just some songs, fellas. You know. It would have took, took her on down. It would have took her on down. It took, took her on down. Or, or ladies, you would have took him on down. Or however you get down, you would have <laughs> took the person who you wanted to be with, you took him on down. Because, you know, he hit on that greatest sex, and then feeling your booty comes on at the end. Boop, boop, tick. Boop, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man. You know. Hey, but uh, that's Not much my thought My man was like, booga, 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 booga Man, yeah, man. So, yeah,
1: like it. I no
0: said, back then, man. Wrong. Okay. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. Like I said, great artist, but just Robert. be yeah beyond flawed, man. But uh, but yeah, man. man. So they had a couple had a couple albums that came out. Well, actually, before we get to it, man, this last week was you know was the was the past ten year passing of Pimp C, man. For those who don't know. Pimp C, one half of one of the greatest rap groups of all time. That would be the Underground Kings, aka UGK. And uh, I mean, I think people our age who was in the hip hop, we all love Pimp C, man. So I just want to give a rest in peace shout Pimp out, Chad. Hey, yeah, man, Pimp C, you know what I'm saying? He was be awesome producer, rapper, right? He could do it all, man. So for those who don't know, you know, make sure y'all just listen to some UGK. I man, I was just listening to Ride and Dirty. You know on my commute home the other day, and it's how great that album was, with the lyrics, the beats, the live production, all of it, man. So definitely a shout out to Pimp yeah, C, man. man. So this is something that yeah, you man. got into, hey man. So December seven two thousand four, Purple Haze, Cameron dropped Purple Haze. You were a more em. of a Cameron fan than me, man. Favorite song Build of Purple Haze.
1: Dip set in the building. <laughs> Yeah man, I was oh, I was a fan. I was definitely a Cam fan, man, for for, for
0: sure.
1: <clears throat> uh you said what what was my one of my favorite songs off of there? Um I yeah. definitely liked more than Gangsta with Jewel. Uh that was one of my favorite cuts. when
0: well, I like um, the second Down and Out song? with Con-
1: Yeah, like the second or third song I think. Uh yeah. it was early on. Um like Down and Out with Kanye on there. Uh, that was one of my cuts. Um Trying to think, I can't even remember all the songs that those two stand out to me because those are two that I listen to a lot. Um, but like I said, those two stand out. I can't even remember all the albums that were or the songs that were on that daggone album. Um, I think there was a cat, a, a song on there that he had with, um, oh man, what was the dude's name? Uh, Freaky Zeke. I just can't remember the name of the song. Ah. It'll come to me, man. But uh there was a song on there that he had with Zeke on there that was pretty it was pretty tight too. But uh definitely I like Down and Out with Kanye and I, I can't think of the young lady's name that was that was on there too and then uh I'd probably say I probably like Selena Johnson. That, I think I think I think that was on there too. I think that was on that album. I can't remember if that was on that album or or the uh or A Killer season album. But uh Yeah, man. Those are probably my two um cuts that I liked on there, three cuts that I liked on there. I know yeah, not like get down into Cam and, and the dips that
0: much. I mean, I like down and out. I like taking to church. I like that song with Jewels. I liked other Cam work better than than actual, than Purple Haze. So uh, yeah, yeah, I like man. See, my favorite Cam album, was Killer Season. That that was my album right there. Killer Season was 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 the, was the shit. <laughs> yeah, I guess I mean there's some Cam songs I like. And there's some Dipset songs I like, uh, but uh, they were not like my favorite or anything like that. When I'm like, yo, I was checking for him, but if it came on, especially if I was out, it was all good. Another CD that yeah. came out this week, and this was a, you know, actually he was dead when the CD happened, so it was, you know this was a, And when Biggie, re- well, when he wasn't, he wasn't here to release never released Born Again. it came out December seventh, nineteen ninety nine. I remember. Yeah, man, I know the that. CD. I, I know that was your joint, man. That was your favorite, your favorite rapper, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite rapper, man. But looking back at it, it didn't age well because they had like Biggie doing a song with the Hot Boys. It was hot when I first listened to it. But yeah. you know, he <laughs> yeah, I was doing no That was probably one of my hot favorite Boys. albums off of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I liked the I few that... songs off of it, but it was just like, you know, it made me more sad than anything because he just didn't have a lot of music. I mean, this he didn't have like the music like Pac where it's just a lot of stuff. He, you know, yeah. had you know this. You know he wrote he wrote a lot for other people, but he did not have a lot of, of for him, man. But uh, definitely, man. It was I remember when that album came out, man. So uh, definitely want to shout out. What to song out What song stand out to that for you? I know you, I know you mentioned the Hot Boys. What else? What else stood
1: out on that? Album I like for that, you?
0: I like Dead Wrong. I like the uh, yeah man. That was my I was about to say that's my favorite cut. <laughs> uh, I like that. Um, let me see. I like the song he had with Ice Cube. Uh, and Black yeah. Robbed. I like that cut. And uh, I like the song when they uh, when they, they had him rap over to come and talk to me with Jodeci when he did an everyday mm-hmm. struggle, but they remixed it with that. But I like I that cut. But it was just sad because it wasn't, you know, there was only like a few songs on there that I hadn't heard. Everything else was just like, let's just take broken verses or take, you know, verses from his old songs and put it to new music. So it was just one of those yeah. things like, damn, all that talent dead before 25. So... That's right. kind of one of those things, man. But uh, yeah, man. But uh, one thing, man, I did see. That's one thing we were talking in the car the other day, cause you know, this to be honest with y'all, both time we talk like every day, and it's not a time. It's not about the show. We only talk about the show like on Sundays. But uh, we were talking about uh, the Everyday Struggle show on YouTube. It got Joe Budden, DJ Academics, and a young lady. So now, you know, Joe Budden, for those who don't know, had a little incident with the Migos. So now the Migos is back against Joe <laughs> Budden. I know Quavo, he called, he said, if there's somebody out there hating, calling him Joe Budden. So, but I like the way yeah, Joe they, Budden it. Was, 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 was,
1: was it takeoff? There was in the background. Like,
0: Pussy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> then he was just like, that man went to the studio, all bloused up. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. <laughs> So it's hey, gonna man. be it's gonna be interesting, man. So you know, I man, the you know, first Joe time Bud- I heard or,
1: or first time I yeah. heard about that, I was like, there's like a Migos and Joe Button part two. I was like, oh man, something
0: Migos is jumping somebody else, <laughs> yeah. jumping Joe button again. <laughs> yeah, especially with them blouses on, I'm not messing with no man who's gonna fight me in a blouse. You know what he's capable of? He might have a blade. <laughs> 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 and that's the an inside. That's an inside that's the inside story <laughs> on the Grow Manage podcast. Wow, man, but, uh, my man, the yeah, it there! Man. Wow, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, but uh, I definitely want to take the rest of our time to talk about these next subjects, man. So, you know, we got a new new segment called Speak Up. So, man, uh, go ahead yeah. and tell everybody about D-Ray Davis. Shout out to D-Ray for having that yeah, man. special on Netflix, too. I haven't gotten around to watch it yet, but I heard it was really good. Hey, man, the special, the D-Ray special on Netflix is it's pretty damn funny.
1: I watched, it, I watched it a few weekends ago, but that's pretty damn funny. But so um, in this, in this segment of, of Speak Up, you know, this is where we, Mike J and I, we really want to engage in conversation. We would uh, really like to hear back from you guys and your take on different things and what we talk about. Um, So comedian D-Ray Davis opened up about – or the relationship that he actually has with two women, Um, they call themselves a throuple. (laughs) So um, I call them the trifecta, you know, whatever you want to call them. But uh, the throuple, uh, all parties involved are, you know, very happy, very open about the relationship. Um, I believe uh, it's reported that D-Ray has been with one of the young ladies for like five years and the other one for like two, two and a half or something like that. But um, there's no shyness about it. You know, he he recently opened up in in an interview, about it, but, you know, they're all over social media and things of that nature, and, you know, they, they talk about it or, you know, talk about their happiness and so forth and so on. So, um first, I, I just wanted to kind of get, uh, you know, just give you guys a little bit of vibe from, from Mike and I, you know, and then just kind of, you know, put some stuff out in the open for you guys, but, um, you know, my take on this, you know, I, I asked Mike J. This, you know, is this something that you think that um, non-celebrity, everyday people like, like many of you that listen, like my, myself and Mike J., is this is a is a thruple something that we all could you know be in? Could it is it feasibly possible? You know, you know, I I, I don't know. I, I know that the individuals are in. Uh, I believe it's called polyamorous relationships, you know, where all three people love each other equally, <laughs> so forth and so on. <laughs> I don't know, but, um, like, you, you hear about it a lot, you know, in, in celebrity stuff or, you know, uh, what, what do they call them, uh, reality stars, you know, people, that type of stuff. You know, you, you hear it every day, but I don't – I personally um, don't know anyone um, involved in a, in a in a trifecta or a thruple, so to speak, um, i do know individuals um who got a girlfriend with a wife on the side i mean i know several individuals and vice versa i know i know some chicks that that got a husband with a boyfriend on the side or a boyfriend with a husband on the side um but that's not what this is you know all three people are active participants actively happy in in this lifestyle so um okay, hey want to want to open this up for you guys you know dm us email us let us know what your take is but but my, what what what's your take on this man
0: I mean, also shout out to one of the original OGs of doing this would be Lou Williams. Lou Williams had two bad ones that he was kicking with like that, man. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. Oh, I, I, Devin Harris. I know, right? <laughs> I don't think I could have two that live with. I think it's too many emotions, mm-hmm. man. Because you gotta think, man, man, and know. And I, I'm not trying to categorize all women as being super emotional, but I, I could see put it like this: I don't cheat. But if I was going to have something on the side, I want something on the side. I only see you when I want to see you. I couldn't imagine, like, seeing both of them every day. You know, and and maybe Mm -hmm. it's the fact that he's a comedian. He's on the road, so he's not seeing them every day. But I don't want to have to deal with that every day. Because ultimately, somebody's going to get jealous, you know, of, you know, who's spending time with who. Or what if one of them is mad at you, the other one isn't. And then, you know, they have some. It's just weird. I mean, I shout out to D-Ray because you know get a be t- I like, get It could be tough. It could be tough. It could be tough for that brother.
1: And again, you know, it, men face this on, on the opposite end. But you know, I, in, the, in the healthcare profession, you you see certain things. But man, if them cycles start to link up and they own at the same time, it could be a bad hey, situation for that brother, oh, man. Oh, I'm just saying. Oh.
0: <laughs> but you know, Boy, we what? What if, to if hear they,
1: from you guys too?
0: Now yeah. go ahead, man. But or this, what if they ain't at the same time? What if they're one week ahead and one week behind? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can say or one of you know, mm-hmm. or you stuck with the one who's on who's, who's going through those who's, the issues, man. So yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that I could I could see having something on the side, not that I say I do. I'm just giving up the perspective of we're talking about the conversation. Having something on sure. the side where I don't have to see her all the time. But I couldn't right. imagine like being in the same like that's too much. Like, I need some, even, like, when you look at, like, you know, people who believe in having a m- multiple wives and stuff like that, there's still some separation mm-hmm. of state. I know, I think I'm, I read, as a, when I was in high school, I'm going all over the place, I'm coming back, I read Things Fall Apart, that right? And, you know, the, mm-hmm. the main character, he had, like, multiple wives, but he spent each time, you know, with the, with the one wife, but they weren't in the same house. That right. I could do. But being in the same house, sharing the same space, because it's going to be some times that I don't want to be bothered, and vice versa. Yeah. Uh, definitely, yeah. man. So that, definitely, man. So hit us I up. In, in this
1: con- I would say, in this conversation, uh, you know, I've seen – I put some stuff out there on social media. Y'all can check it out. And I've heard – I've seen people talk about it on social media. And somebody made the comment, um, has SZA changed the game? I can't think of the exact name of her hit song, but it talks about pretty much her and, uh, you know, Chick sharing to do, you know, somebody gets the weekend, somebody gets the weekday, so forth and so on. And people were making comments like, SZA's music could be changing the game for women, which uh, it actually segues uh, into what, you know, another part of this conversation, you know. is there a double standard, you know, for this? So let's let's say that, you know, there's a, there's a female that is the quote-unquote B ray and she has two men. Um, and this kind of comes in, uh, but Mike, Jay, and I, we, you know, we talked to you guys about some different things on the, the uh, hit series, She's Gotta Have It. Um, and then she's got to have it, you know. It, it, it touched on a lot of different things, which which Mike and which my Jay and I enjoy. But uh, it kind of leads into this scenario because Nola, darling, for those who don't know, uh, she's an individual that's on a on a journey uh, with her sexuality and relationships and things of that nature. Um, um, but we we wanted to we also want to talk about, you know, what kind of double standard would it be? We see the things that are um, displayed in she's got to have it. With Mike J. and I, many of you, you know, you hear, you listen to it, you know, you in everyday life. So do you guys think, or Mike, do you think that there would be a double standard if there was a female that was D-Ray and she, and she was in a throuple relationship with, with two men?
0: Of course, because I mean it's not right, but we still live in it, we still live in a society where women are marginalized, and you know it's sexism or, or hell. And I'm hell. I'm think I'm, I'm I'm sure I'm guilty of it. I'm not perfect. I, I don't I don't get out there to lie to you people. You'd be like, oh man, she out right. there wow, And even when I was watching, she's got to have it, you know. And for those mm-hmm. who've seen the movie and the show, you kind of at the at the last scene, I'm like, I can never be that damn lame, you know. But. uh, right. I I just I mean, think that it, 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 like, there is a double standard. It's not right, but there is a double standard.
1: Yeah. And I mean like, and, and like I said, in like in the show she's got to have it, Nola Darling, it, it, you know, she's got, you know, three male suitors uh, who bo- who all three um feed her in different ways, you know, mentally, sexually, emotionally. All three do all three, you know, at different times, but they all have something different to give and um I think a lot of in, in the in the series, you know, Nola struggles with her dominance, you know, and having her open options. Um, but it seems like society, you know, quote unquote, in the show, has an equally amount of struggle uh, in her life, you know, with her having these different men, you know, in her wives and. Um, how she balances them um, and, you know, them knowing their place. And even in the series, you know, the the, the men, you know, actually struggle with it too. You know, there's a, a character that struggles, you know, he, he's he got, you know, a wife, but, you know, he wants to have all Noah's attention. And, you know, so if, well, I'm not going to give away everything for those who haven't seen it, but uh, just know, you know, that, that this is definitely something that is being portrayed in, in the series, but it also happens in everyday life. So, you know, can you blame um, a woman for, you know, is, is Nola or a woman just living, a, you know, living her best life, as they say? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, taking it back, you know, is is Nola handling the whole tation better than Issa did? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I
0: don't know. Oh, um, yes, yeah, she's definitely I handling think... better than Issa. Oh, think yeah. about it, because she oh, yeah. oh, she's open with Issa, Issa, it. In, no. Issa showed up at a at a boy's door. <laughs> and yeah. was looking for the charger <laughs> and
1: hey dude had another stick yeah. in there so
0: yeah but Nola was smart she had rules you only could do stuff on her time you only could she was only she was only gonna yep. she used out as control she was like look you know, we only gonna do what we do in my bed and then after yes that you can leave so uh, right. definitely Um, and I think and yeah, honestly I, I think, and, and honestly, I think that
1: I think that there I agree I think that a lot of times there is a double standard I think that people would say, oh, she's a hoe or, oh, she's, you know, she's out there doing this or that or, you know, whatever, whatever, when in all, honestly, you know, she could literally just be doing what D-Ray's doing or doing with many, what many males do in today's day and age, and, you know, they have a rotation so to speak, or whatnot. So, you know, why is it different for a woman to do that than, it, you know, why is it viewed that she's a hoe and when a guy does it, you know, oh, it's cool, he's a player, or, you know, whatever the case may be, you know. It's the same thing. You know what I mean? And I think that it, I think it, it ties into a, a bigger social, um, um, bigger social inequality is that, you know, people aren't used to that woman,
0: you know, being in control, having that
1: dominance. And I think this is a perfect example of that.
0: Oh, yeah. So definitely. So let us know what you what everybody thinks, because, you know, we've, we've we've talked about Insecure and we'll talk about Insecure season three when it kicks around. But I think for me, as the older I get, I you know, and I was and I, I, I was a chauvinist. And I mean, like, I think a lot of men were or men are. But I've, my thinking has evolved the older I get, because now it's like, man, what's a hoe? You know what I mean? I really right. can't. It's hard to define I, now. Well, you know, the one of, excuse me, one of the things
1: that you know, I, I feel the same way as you do. You know, I say, what is a hoe, or, or you know, what what do what classifies a hoe, or whatever. But honestly, for me, as I look at it, as a guy, as a man, and, and being around other ma- males and things of that nature, I think that there are more male hoes than there are female hoes, quote unquote. You know what I mean? And uh, People always say, oh, she's a hoe, or she's this, or she's that. I think that the, I think that if people actually looked at it, you know, there's there's a lot more guys that are hoes than females. It's just looked at differently, you know. Oh, he's he's tapping this, and he's tapping that, and he's doing this, and he's doing that. Well, no, honestly, he's a hoe. <laughs> Let's just put it out there. Cause it's a, okay, it's but the let me let me ask, me
0: ask you a question though. So, you think someone who's been with a lot of people that automatically makes them a hoe? No, 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 I'm not the saying that at, at all. all. No, 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 I'm, no.
1: I'm asking. So, is that your definition? No, that's not my definition at all. Okay, that's, that's true. Not my, that's that's not my definition at all. No, that's not my definition at all. I'm saying that that is sometimes a a perception of people that they have quote unquote been with a lot of people or are currently with a lot of people or whatever, and that can be that can be the perception. For Bowtie for for Bowtie fresh, you know, that's not that's not my um not my definition. Uh, yeah,
0: so it's it's gonna be really interesting how. People view this thing because, you know, I mean, I think if somebody's sexually liberated, how long as they being safe? And they, especially in, in right. Nola's case, letting everybody know what's the deal. Like, hey, this is what I got going on. You either can be down with it or you can't. You can't do nothing but respect it <laughs> because it's like, yo, she's, she, you know, she's putting it out there what she or what she wants. You know, that I think that's a lot of people that eventually they just want you to be honest with them. Because they don't want to come right. out there looking like the food. Now it's just like some people can accept being, you know, being a side dish. Some people want to be the main course. But if the person tells you, right. like, hey, you're gonna be the side dish for Tuesdays all day, then you just gotta rock with it.
1: You gotta roll with being, you know, being a Tuesday, you know,
0: person. Oh yeah, you just when when, when Tuesday comes, you better perform. Just like Sizzle really? said on the weekend, <laughs> hey, you know, right. I ain't going to lie, dog. That's that's my song. When I was, i will be up in the car singing my little heart out. <laughs> you know, I got, because I'm making a cheat, I'm making a cheat mix. So if anybody has any suggestions, let me know. Because, man, you listen to some of them making the cheat old mix. songs. Yeah, hey, man, you ever listen to them damn songs? songs are problematic and funny as hell. Like Woman to <laughs> Woman and all that type of stuff. Even, man, I was listening to this song, um, uh was it had so I was what you're saying album. no I was gonna say you are making a cheat mix I was gonna say you got you got a
1: lot of Bryson Tiller on there, you got a lot of you got a lot of songs from that trigger album from Trey Because <laughs> I mean
0: I went back, back to like about, these are I, went back, about that I went back to like the eighties. I went back like to the eighties. That's when those songs was like even listening to uh Whitney Houston Saving My Love for You. Oh she's talking about saving her love for for uh, for a man who ain't even hers. She's sharing. You're getting emotional. <laughs> Man, them songs was mad man. problematic. I listened to the song with uh Alexander O'Neill and Sherelle. Hey, man, that shit had me dying laughing. That you know, and I used to hear it, you know, when I was a youngster, come on, like, man, that's a smooth little cut. And you to listen to the lyrics as you get grown. i well, you we grown now, we ain't getting grown. Like, damn, this song was problematic as <laughs> hell. Funny you know what I'm saying so definitely that's why I listen to it it's like I had uh, seen and not to digress but I've seen uh, this lady she makes these little different little music she calls them music sermons and I'm gonna send them to you off air and she talks about different themes and she did a song like problematic songs of the 80s and she did like she she did Secret Lover by Atlantic Star and she played a oh, lot you know, <laughs> and, she was, and then the lady who sings the solo she was like is there any secret lovers in the house and everybody said yeah that's a guy. He's <laughs> out there wilding, yo. So yeah, hey, man. So so, so
1: I I know we we touched on this a little bit earlier about about this particular artist, but uh, you
0: got down low on there,
1: man. You didn't, I haven't
0: I, I haven't finished it yet, man. I got so many playlists that I'm working on now. I'm working on a Christmas. Putting down low remix <laughs> on there, my man.
1: You want me, but. Yeah,
0: (laughs) he kicked that Mr. Big kicked the hell out of him in the desert. (laughs) I would be embarrassed if I got kicked (laughs) by an old man with a (laughs) shag. Hey, (laughs) Mr. Big caught him. Stand him up. (laughs) Stand him up. (laughs) But yeah, man, so if anybody has any like suggestions and stuff like that, hit us up. I'm gonna put it on our Facebook page, on our Instagram on our Twitter, you know, I'm sure definitely, you know, we'll, we'll throw on our Snapchats and all that type of stuff. Eventually I'm going to finish all these playlists. (laughs) I'll be remembering y'all. I'll just be getting busy. So once I think I'll be off in a few weeks, I have some time off. So I'm really going to like work on and finish these playlists. So hopefully the Christmas list to actually be out before Christmas. So y'all pray for me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The the Christmas, the Christmas playlist is going to be the cheat mix. (laughs)
0: Hey, no, it to be, it's, Christmas, gonna be Christmas, bro. Nah. Hey, it's gonna be all hey I'm gonna have them all set up, man. So for those who you know, 'cause there are some people who, who celebrate Christmas with they with the person who they with. They be celebrating like December twenty seventh and December twenty sixth, December twenty eighth. They be having a day. They go out there, take that day off of work and then they spend all day at the mall all all caked up and everything. They go to the hotel and they go on right on back to the with their tired ass lives. <laughs> Shout out shout out to those getting it cheat on. But, that's what I'm saying. but uh yeah, I'm gonna finish up the I'm gonna finish up the mix so y'all can have something to creep on out too, if y'all getting down like that. But uh Yeah, man. I have something to creep to. <laughs> So when you think about creeping, like what he, what do you say? When you think about a government, you think about a king, when you think about creeping, think about Mike J. think about Mike J. And, and if y'all wanna make a listening letter about it, or if you wanna get or if y'all really bold, if you cheating ladies, you cheating on you cheating, you taking a meal with a married man, go ahead and then go ahead and give us a sentence of DM and we'll tell his wife to sit on the toilet. We are a show for the people. <laughs> Fellas if you Hey, if you out there, you taking another, you take another man's wife, and you tell that man, you like, damn, I'm tired of, I'm tired of sharing her on Thursdays. She mine, have him sit on the twizzler. You know what I'm saying? This is taking or, you a know? whole other damn turn. <laughs> hey man, you know what I'm saying? We a That's a whole campaign man. slogan, bro. A- hey man, Just think about she, think, 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 think about Mike J, <laughs> think about Mike J. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, but uh, but yeah, man, but I'm we about done, man. You got anything man. else to say, man? <laughs> you, you, you decide. You decide, do like commissioner. <laughs> I know, right? Hey, man, I'm just trying to bring man. people together, man. One step at a time, man. I'm I was, was watching Cheaters <laughs> No, man, I was watching. I was watching Cheaters. Uh, was it this morning? Yo, man, they showed some footage of Cheaters, man. And this old black dude got caught cheating on his wife with this white woman, and she brought out the car. She, was, what did you he call her? off. Shout out to Vanilla. Oh, he caught, yeah, shout out to the back, he called her vanilla angel. So then the dude was like, Why were you we... <laughs> he was man, I was dying laughing. He was just like, so the dude was like why point. were you in the <laughs> He was like, Why were you in the back of the car? And he was like, We were looking at pictures, he was like, Why was your boot off? He was like, Uh I couldn't get out that side because we had the child safety locks on <laughs> Yo man <laughs> Yo, shout out to Cheetah, man. If any, hey, for the, hey man, I love My Cheetah. white That's angel. My he called a white angel. And she was like, Yeah, he you know, he would come to me and buy me fried chicken dinners and all that type of stuff, man. He was like an old school black dude. And the woman was younger than his wife found him. Hey man, so my then, man you know, my Clark- man was spending the pension money. Hey man. He was like, You didn't have to do this at my job <laughs> Hey you don't come on my job. Hey How man. do you think get in so, the parking lot? Hey man Hey, shout out shout out to that man. The next show man, I'll tell y'all a funny story about when I was a young buck and I found these two 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 older people to meet cheating on each other and her and a damn uh, <laughs> husband found husband friend found out and they almost got caught. But I'll tell that on another another show when we got more time, man. But uh, <laughs> hey, you, <laughs> hey, man. But definitely, man. This, man, this you took know. a hell of a spin, man. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> this say, was you a, think hell of a ride, of ride the last twenty minutes. <laughs> hey, man. We definitely hope everybody like it though. But when you think of cheating, you think of Mike J. So I'm gonna have that mix up for y'all hey, so man. get was... y'all Christmas creep on. Christmas creep. Well, you
1: know, just, just bring things full circle, you know, give, y'all, give you guys something else to think about, you know, besides cheating. Um, I wanted to let you guys know that uh, something that I read this, this week, and it kind of it st- stuck home, and I, and I think it will help everyone out, you know, or even if you cheat. Um, you know, the, and, and it said, you know, I asked God why he's taking me through troubled waters, and he replied, because your enemies can't swim. So just think, you know, think on that, marinate on it for a minute, and just know that, uh, you know, everything is happening for a reason, Um, and and the man upstairs has everything well under control, whether you know it or not. Um, So be thankful for all the blessings that you have, but also be thankful for the trials and tribulations that you're going through. Um, There is a reason for them, and while they may be tough, um, you may not understand why you're going through them, and I know I I myself have been um, in that situation just know that there's a reason for it, and you just, you just got to ask for the strength to make it through it. So um, definitely want to, you know, be positive for y'all, promote, you know, positivity and good vibes. And I hope that you all have a great week started out with the Rome Managed podcast.
0: Definitely, man. Uh, we definitely think everybody's been listening. You know, we are, I think, 16 episodes in, and plus our episodes that we had on bumpers and all that type of stuff. So, you know, like I said, man, Bowtie, he gave you a word. You know, he definitely gave you a word and everything like that. So, uh, I guess I have my own take on that. You know, how, you know, we're talking about taking you in the water. So, if you're going to, if you in the water, just have you take your side person, take them on a ship. That way you won't get caught. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) so, hey, so hit us up. Hey, send us a a, 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 message. Yeah, that, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Y'all can, y'all can have your own Titanic love on that ship, but nobody would know. But uh, hit us up on the, on, on the Gmail, Podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter, Pod. Hit us on Instagram, Podcast. Hit us up on the Facebook page, Uh Snapchat, So Everything is grownmanishpod. So send us something, send us a DM, you know, bowtie, what's your social media?
1: Uh, you can find me at uh, bowtie fresh <clears throat> excuse me uh you can find me at bowtie Fresh on Twitter uh, feel free to follow um actually it'll it, it, bowtie fresh but it's at fresh underscore bowtie if you're actually doing a search but uh the name is bowtie fresh uh, you can find me on twitter there um, you can find my snapchat
0: i am bearded and bowtie. All right, man. So definitely, my brother, I will holler at you tomorrow. We'll talk about this, man. And uh, definitely, man, we'll thank everybody for listening, man. We And we are – hold on. I got to make sure I can go back. We out of yeah. here, man. Y'all so. Enjoy the week. Peace. Definitely. yeah so uh right now you know we're still recording we are pretty much done but i'm still trying to log in on a computer so i can end this episode so if it's a little delay that's why so uh definitely appreciate everybody for rocking with us you know since 16 episodes in so far and uh we definitely are we are out of here
1: Stop into Lowe's to fit a few more projects and a lot more savings into summer. Get your deck looking its best with the new Valspar Exterior Stain. It covers in one coat, is rain-ready in four hours, provides all-weather defense from the elements, and it's only at Lowe's. Then, get ready to kick off the fall grilling season with savings of up to 20% on select grills. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's.
0: Grill offer valid through 829 while supplies last. See store for details.